You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Fancy Booking Podcast in the universe. I am your host, Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Manfredi. Uh, and I guess one of those nicknames today are Vacation Boy, Beach Beachbody Boy, Mikey Manfredi. More like Sunburnt Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey... Went to the beach yesterday. Even I put on so much sunscreen, and I still came out with a burned face, and my shoulders are all burnt, and it's just like going like this hurts. Like moving my shoulders up and down, I'm realizing this is now an audio vision, an audio medium. I like how this is the second podcast episode that has come out this week on our, our RSS feed that's opened up with the with with me talking to someone explaining that they burned themselves going outside. <laughs> <laughs> like Craig did. Man, that, that, did that, that sun, that sun is vicious, is vicious, man. Hey, global warming, baby. Um, yeah, so Mikey, you're currently on vacation in North Carolina. How's it going so far? You were talking a little bit beforehand. How's it going so far? Uh, pretty good. Besides the sunburnt, it's just been chill chill days. I got here uh, on Monday, so it's just, I've, I've been here for a couple of days, and it's just been mad chilling. How, um, compared to the the northern states, how is uh, your uh, view of how the south is handling COVID, the pandemic, and everything? Uh, it's terrifying how loose they are about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Big yup. Uh, I still wear a mask anywhere, anytime we go in any place public because, uh, fuck not wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, and I think it's wild that people are like, oh, I don't have to wear a mask. So that means COVID's over, right? It's like, no. 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 <laughs> no. God, No. Yeah, it's just, um... like I don't I don't get why so I don't, it's just boggles my mind why people are so 
upset by it. It's like, just do it. It's not that big of an inconvenience to your life. It literally is just putting a piece of fabric on your face, and that is it. Oh, like, yeah. what is the bit? What is the issue? I don't get it. They're like, I can't. The, the whole bit thing is like, they're like, they can't breathe in the mask, and it's like, you know how else you can't breathe when COVID attacks your lungs? So put a fucking mask on, idiot. You know what else? Where you can't breathe? Dying. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. Put a mask on. To avoid that part? Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, yeah, my um, I was talking to some bot, one of my family members, I think. Who was I talking to? I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to someone who lives in Florida, and they were like, "Yeah, it's pretty much no one's doing anything. They're just it's just acting like everything's normal." Uh, whereas Florida is just like freaking out, and you know they've had was it or the county that Orlando is in. Um, you know the county, you know where Disney and the NBA are trying to restart. Hey, you stuff know Disney, and, you know Disney County. Yeah, Disney County, where where WWE is filming all this stuff. They had um, last week. They had performance center county. Of course, they've had twenty percent of their total number of COVID cases uh, happened last week. Uh, so it's just like, oh, it's it's really exploding down there, Georgia. Yeah. Luckily, being in where I am in Georgia, I'm right next to Atlanta, which uh, is taking this very seriously, as opposed to other parts of Georgia. Um, not, uh, but yeah, it's uh, sadly it's gotten real politicized about wearing a mask, uh, and it's kind of which upsetting. is which is ridiculous, really ridiculous. The, the fact that I walked into Walmart down here and I saw an, uh, probably half of the people not wearing masks. It absolutely blew my mind because in Jersey, you're literally not allowed into places without one. Are it w- was the Walmart in North Carolina where they? Uh, was there any sort of uh, system to grocery shopping? Was there any sort of system of just walking around? Was there like stuff on the ground? Well, there was six the feet? only thing that I the only thing that I saw was that there was like a a barricade set up for like a line to get in, but there was no line when we went because it was kind of late in the day. Um. And there was one guy at the door counting the people going in and out. Interesting. That's way more than Georgia. <laughs> in, in, uh, in Georgia, I want to go to like a grocery store or whatever. I just walk in with my mask on. Most people, I would say, are wearing masks, but it's just like people are walking down both sides of the aisles, uh, getting married. Um, they're <laughs> uh, they're just it, it, grabbing whatever. I don't like. Not there's that's... barely nothing happening. That's buck wild because in Jersey, uh, we have to have someone standing at the, at the. There is a new job called door person where somebody has to stand at the door, count the amount of people going in and out, and hand out sanitizing wipes, and not let people who don't have a mask in. Wow. Yeah, in Georgia, so they don't that's have a mask. A we have to turn them away unless, unless there's this one lady who always complains about it because she has a medical condition, but we don't believe her and we just think she doesn't have a mask because she, she never specifies what the medical condition is. She just has a medical condition, but we can't argue with, we can't argue with her because we can't ask her to provide documentation, which is, so she always, she's the only one who always gets in without a mask and it drives me fucking insane. (laughs) It is. Yeah. We have like, I guess door people in the sense that there are cart wipers um, but besides that, I mean, that's the only person that kind of hangs up at the door of grocery store chains and whatnot. Yeah, it's kind of rough, Bubby. B- B- I said Bubby. That's the name of my cat. I'm looking at him right now. Oh, can I talk that's about the name my, my dog? That's what I call my dog. Can I talk about my cat real quick? Sure. So, uh, uh, my cat. I miss my cat. 
my cat had surgery yesterday. Uh, oh no! At the time of this recording, a couple days ago, I guess not nothing too bad. You know, just obviously, you know, he's he had like a a mild hernia um, near his intestines or whatever. Nothing like nothing bulging out too much. Just had to put shove some fat back into those intestines, um, and and just a little bit of dental work he had to get done. But basically. He is currently, you know, all all day after surgery, he was so drugged out, you know, classic cat. Um, and currently he has to wear, because obviously the surgery and he has to have, he has a, a stitches along the b- bottom of his belly. He has this, mm-hmm. the cone on, the cone of shame. Oh, on. no. Man, he hates this thing. He is, yeah, like, con- he, like, constantly is trying to, like, He's getting used to it, I think, but like obviously sleeping with it sucks and he hasn't and he's really tired, but he keeps like trying. I've seen him literally like using his paws to try to push the cone off of him. Like he's not trying to get like it's just like he's just like trying to get it off and he can't figure out how to do it. Oh my god, it's the most cutest thing ever. But I feel bad I feel for him so at the same bad time. For, I feel so bad for you. Yeah, he. I think he. he I think well, I don't. The worst. They didn't tell us when we can take off the cone, but they did say we have to do a recheck in like ten to fourteen days. So I presume that's when we're going to take off the cone. Um, it's. I feel like it's just when the stitches heal up, right? So he doesn't. Yeah, find them out. The recheck is to make sure that the stitches are all good. So I'm guessing that they'll probably be like, "Okay, your cat's good." Um, you know, put the stitches are all good and stuff. But yeah, so hopefully uh, things will get better for our little Bubby Jude over here. Um, But yeah, you know, uh, a lot of things happening in the world. Uh, You know, we just want to say, I guess maybe we should just say it real quickly, Mikey, as just a statement real quick on on top of our show. Um, Don't be a sexual predator. Thank you. Nailed it. Uh, We don't want to, we don't want to... I don't want to gloss over it too much, but we talked about it a lot on Monday, or me and Craig talked about it a lot on Monday of Wrestling a Statistics Show. Uh, that was basically our 20-minute opener. Uh, but yeah, we, we haven't said it on this show, but yeah, uh, we as, as as for Mikey, we both highly uh, hate you know any sort of sexual predatorness, you know, you know, uh, rape, uh, sexual abuse, etc., etc., etc things of that nature we hate that stuff uh, we have it has no we don't tolerate tolerate it we has no place in wrestling uh and has no place in our show uh as you know mikey sort of mentioned last week do you want to sort of talk about how you're, how you're feeling about everything mikey since i already talked I, about it i am mortified That's that right. there's this many cases coming forward and that people have been using their status to take advantage of others Mm -hmm. and that is absolutely not okay it has no place anywhere um and i'm i'm sad this is happening because like a lot of people i was fans of i am no longer fans of but i'm also glad because we're getting rid of those terrible people you know um we're moving on and we're trying to get rid of of as hopefully all of the garbage people in wrestling so we can have a safe space for everyone who wants to be a wrestler. Uh, they can come and feel safe and feel accepted and feel like they don't have to constantly worry about who they're around and just 
be able to be a wrestler, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, it sadly, you know, the news that, that drops practically every day at this point about a new name is, uh, highly, it's depressing, but there is in my brain that the optimistic sign of like, well, I said this last time on Monday that the only way to fix, you know, if you have, if you, if you look at my cat, he's getting surgery. The only way for him to fix his hernia and everything is to get in there, shove it back, not shove it back in. Maybe that's not the best analogy, but basically fix it, have a rough time fixing it, be, you know, be in pain or whatever, be sad about it. But then eventually you'll be better. You know, we'll come out on the other side better. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that this sucks and I hate it. But on the bright side, these the thing we're doing now is hopefully fixing the behind the scenes wrestling landscape uh, for the eventual better. Um, it's it's like when your it's like when your body gets sick and you have a fever, mm-hmm. and the, the fever is what kills the sickness. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're in the fever stage of getting rid of the bad, of will... getting rid of the sickness and the disease. Yes. you know. Yeah, currently we're not down with the sickness to go with your analogy, Mikey. Is that a poor joke to make it this time? Probably. <laughs> uh yeah. Um yeah, no. So we just wanted to say on behalf of all of us here uh folks at home, we uh highly uh detest any sort of thing like that. And like Mike, Mikey said last week, um we are not current or Mikey specifically since he's on his roster, Mikey is currently not using Matt Riddle since he was one of the alleged people. Uh, similarly, obviously, not only not only has he not been using him for a while, but uh, Velveteen Dream has name has come up yet again uh, with a different story. So Mikey, I presume, is still not using Velveteen Dream. And yeah, I think that's, um, and, I think that's and we just wanted to say that uh, to all the really brave people speaking out about what's been happening to you. Um, I'm sorry. It, we we are sorry it happened to you, and we are we feel awful. Um, but thank you for being so brave and bringing these yes. stories forward, so we can all move on as a community. Yes, exactly. Well said, Mikey. And uh, we we I think I can speak for both of us here. We believe you. Correct. Correct. There is a going back to the stat show. There was a quick thing that was like. Um, it was roughly like seven percent of accusations, uh, in, in in different studies, police studies, investigations, whatnot. Seven percent of accusations turn out to be fake. And I was just like, oh yeah, so yes, believe everyone, believe all these accusations. It sucks to believe all of them, but you have to. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to put that in there. It's like, not only do not only should you morally believe these people, statistically, you should believe them too. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, maybe I just ruined your great ending uh, there, Mikey. But uh, I guess that's what I do here: ruin great endings. Does that make sense? <laughs> uh, how do we? How do we? Let's let's get into the show. Let's you know what? Let's um, one one last thing. Um, I was have been thinking, and I still don't know how I'm going to resolve this. But Mikey's Indy 500 has a lot of matches with a lot of <laughs> yeah. accused people. Yeah. So I'm going to work on how to fix that and so we don't have to keep promoting those horrible people on a show that was supposed to be of good intention. Um, That's true. 
so yeah, we'll uh, I'll figure out a way to to fix that and resolve that and get hopefully get rid of the the garbage. <laughs> yes. Uh, potentially it might mean cutting all of Monkey's Indy 500. Also, potentially it could just Which be. I wouldn't be opposed to. Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. I would I would have to go through at the list of matches to double check to see what stuff. But uh, look, it's not great. There's al- there's also always just like re-editing everything into like a bunch of different episodes or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> luckily Mikey's Indy 500 is on hiatus, so it has time to figure it to figure out what what to do with all that stuff, all that audio. Um, yeah, it's not fantastic. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> that's fair. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into something a little little lighter, a little add some brevity and stuff. We don't want to obviously detract uh, from what's being spoken out by all those. Uh, all, I, I was gonna say women, but really it's people, but mostly women. Uh, sadly, uh, we don't want to detract too much, but we do want to give some sort of brevity to uh, the world at, at the very least. So, Mikey, let's get into our, our gosh darn show uh, where you and I both. Uh, book the entire cards for both Raw and SmackDown. That's right, folks. Uh, I am the head writer of Raw. Mikey is the head writer of SmackDown. Every single week, we sit down and write each match, each result, each segment, each promo, each character moment, each heel turn, etc., 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 all down the line. Anything you would see on the big shows, we are writing it out. It's our own fantasy universe that we've been doing for nearly two years now, um, and I'm a, I'm excited about it, Mikey. Are you, let's you know, I I feel like we got to get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's uh, figure out who won that poll so we can see who goes first. Well, let me. I got the poll right up here first for you, buddy. And I gotta say, where did it go? Hold on, there it is. Season three, episode ten, poll from last week's show. The winner is Ryan's Raw, seventy-one point four percent. All right, I have to lose eventually. Yes, you're on that hot streak. You're on that hot streak, and I finally beat you. I had to come down from that streak eventually. All right. I feel good about it. I feel like I had a really good show last week. Uh, yeah, you did. I think I, I I agree with the – honestly, I agree with the results. My show was kind of uh, a little all over the place, uh, considering it was the come, the comeback show from Backlash, and I was trying to build new feuds while – Mentioning old feuds and I had weird stuff here. Yeah, it was it was kind of a mis a mismatch of a bunch of things that probably shouldn't have gone together. And egotistically, I will say I feel like I'm gonna have go on another hot streak here, Mikey, because oh no, I feel like because go building to backlash, I wasn't the most confident in my cards and whatnot. Uh, but now I feel like I'm really hitting my stride in my booking. Because I'm really excited about Extreme Rules, and I'm really excited about SummerSlam. Cause, so I am building Ooh. headstrong into those cards, my man. So I'm definitely You're building excited. for SummerSlam already? It's not even Extreme Rules. I, well, I got SummerSlam. In, I got the SummerSlam in the back of my mind, you know? Like, I'm building towards Extreme Rules, but I know what's down the line right after that. So I'm just prepping, you know? Prepping, baby. Um, well, let's let's gosh darn get into it. I feel like you know, uh, since you were the loser last week, um, you were the you were the worst card voted on by the f- listeners, which of course you can vote at Hit the Books Pod every Friday, and also Saturday. It's up there for like a day and a half, so just vote when you see it. It's on the pinned tweet there. Yeah, uh, Mike, you were the loser, so why don't you read off the first card? Whew, it's been a while since I've gone first. All right, how dare so you? Our show opener. <laughs> 
show opener, Randy Orton opens up SmackDown and says, At Backlash, I defended my Universal title yet again. I beat Braun Strowman not because of any stupid interference, but because I am, and always will be, the better competitor. The greatest now, wrestler ever. Wrestler <laughs> of all time. Now, the question is, who's next? If the monster among men can't take this title, then who can? As he says that, the Titan the Titantron comes on to reveal Drew McIntyre sitting by the fire, and he says, Randy, you know I can beat you for that title. Sooner or later, I will. However, your so-called partner has been standing in my way. But rest assured, Randy, once I take care of that little problem, the hunter will be well. The hunter will have his rifle trained on that universal title of yours. Tick, tock. Wow, killer cross vibes. Orton then storms to the back after he sees his message, and he seems a little frantic about it. Hmm, interesting. McIntyre going after the championship yet again. Wait, hold on. It didn't McIntyre. Isn't McIntyre not allowed to challenge Orton? He was he he, he if he lost he he missed out on his challenge for that for um, money in the you know what what pay per view was it? It was a while ago. Uh, it was a Money in the Bank pay per view match. Finn Balor versus McIntyre. McIntyre wins. He gets a WWE Championship match. And he lost. Yeah, but it it never said he can ever t- challenge ever again. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I mix things up in my brain. I got you. I'm right on board. McIntyre going back for that title. I like to see it, and he's taking out, and which is a smart move. Take out the demon, which caused him the issue in the first place. I like it. And he's got to finish his hunt. And he got to finish that hunt. Two birds with one like, stone. I feel like, I feel like the words from the first ever SmackDown are uh, kind of ringing out here, with the uh, or not the first ever, the second SmackDown, the Smack, second SmackDown after we split. Mm-hmm. Um, when the the red letters came on the screen and it said it's not wise to look to your next hunt without finishing what you started oh man i love it mikey perfect perfect so and we're only, really and we're only in the first promo we're only in the first <laughs> segment drew wants to finish what he started before he moves on to orton smart move smart move all right match number one is pete don versus dolph ziggler in which Pete Dunne picks up the victory, and after the match, Pete Dunne grabs a mic and says, As of recently, I've been going on quite a tear through SmackDown. I think I've earned myself a little challenge. So I'm calling you out, Mr. U.S. Champion. What do you say? Man, man enough for a proper sorting? Joe comes to the ring, and he says, Now see, Pete, the problem we have here about this cute little challenge is that you haven't impressed me. I've taken on some pretty high-caliber competition in the past, so what makes you think you got what it takes to take this title off my shoulder? As far as I'm concerned, you aren't even a blip on my radar. So why don't you move on from this stupid idea you have of beating me for the U.S. title because you can't even hold a candle to me. Wow. Joe then drops the, throws the mic at Pete Dunne, and he walks away. Wow. First off, I thought when, when Samoa Joe was walking out and you were going to have Samoa Joe start talking, for a second there, I thought you were about to do like a weird southern accent. You're like, now see here. <laughs> I was like, now oh. listen up here. I, I'm Samoa Joe. Ah, uh, now I, st- I, I beat I beat AJ Styles so bad I stole his accent. I say, I say, I say, I'm <laughs> like he's Foghorn Leghorn all of a sudden. 
I was very All right. confused. After that match and Pete Dunn segment, uh, where we're not segment. After that, Pete Dunn, uh, we have a backstage interview with Bailey about the attack from Oscar last week. Bailey says whether or not Oscar is over her loss at Backlash doesn't matter. What matters is that she clearly wants a chance to get her title back, and I'm willing to oblige. I beat you at Backlash, and I could beat you again anytime, any place. So Oscar, you name it. I'll be waiting on the edge of my seat for your response. Ooh, edge of my seat. Nice. Match number two. We have Sasha Banks versus Dana Brooke. Uh, and during the match, Sasha Banks is getting frustrated that she can't seem to put away Dana Brooke. No matter what she does, Dana Brooke keeps kicking out or getting rope breaks, and she can't seem to end the match. She gets so pissed off, in fact, that she grabs a chair and rocks Brooke with it right in the right in front of the referee, oh. causing a disqualification win for Dana Brooke. Sasha throws on the chair and leaves the ring. Very angry, clearly. Yes. Clearly very angry. Holy yeah. crap. Sasha. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh Sasha getting a little a little uh frustrated that she can't seem to get a win or she can't seem to put her opponents away after that uh loss to Bailey. Yeah. Holy crap, yeah. Understandable. So Next up, we have a video package, and it's Humberto Carrillo is sitting in a film room watching some of his old matches. This one, The one in particular he seems to be stuck on is his first match on SmackDown after WrestleMania against Samoa Joe, where he lost his U.S. title. Then, the clip of him attacking Maverick last week shows up on the screen, and he says, Maverick, it was nothing personal. You just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time when everything reached a boiling point. I'm done being the smiley face everyone sees me as. To be on top in this company, you need to be merciless, ruthless, and cutthroat. Mm. So I've decided to move on from that old Mr. Smiley and get serious. I'm coming Mr. for you, SmackDown. Mr. Serious. I'm coming for you, SmackDown. Be ready for the new Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, man. Is he going to cut, cut off? Get his a chain wrapped up with a nice, tidy bow. There you go, baby. Mr. Smiley to Mr. Serious, Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> Is he gonna? Uh, is he gonna just cut off his dimples or something? Or <laughs> he's just gonna? He's just gonna frown all the time. He's just wow. gonna be like, hmm. "Wow, how dare he?" Okay, perfect. <laughs> I like it. I like After it. After that, little gimmick change. Yeah, I like it. Thank you, thank you. After that video package, we have a match between Candice LeRae and Billy Kay, in which Candice LeRae picks up the victory. Okay, very very simple. Easy peasy. Yep, easy peasy. Uh, one second. Okay. After that, we have a backstage interview with the Street Profits uh, about their loss about their loss last week against the tag team champions. Ford speaks up. We're pissed off, not because we can't take an L, because that's how we improve, but because one nation got sneaky. We could have had a clean match, but they weren't interested in that. I think I know why too. They're scared of us. They can't handle the smoke, and they know it, so they have to cheat to win. Dawkins chimes in and says, when we get another shot at them, we're not going to let it slip through our fingers. So One Nation, be ready for the profits. Ooh, I like it. I like I like that a lot. I like that a lot coming out of the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Not backing mm-hmm. down from I'm, that fight. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, this is, what I, this is the, the feud I've been most excited for recently is the Street Profits versus One Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think it could be dope. It, it, it's going to be like one of those like low-key, like, low-key banger feuds you know yes i agree i can agree to that i can agree to that one wholeheartedly 
I'm excited. Uh, like it's a feud that no one expects to be awesome, but then it ends up being awesome. Mm-hmm. 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 I would, yes, I would agree with that completely. <laughs> After that segment, that backstage interview, we have our main event match. Uh, we only have four matches tonight. Oh, okay. Our main event. Our main event match, which is Undisputed Era versus Birch and Lorkin, in which Undisputed Era take home the victory. Oh, Undisputed Era. Uh, Era being uh, whom? O'Reilly and Fish. O'Reilly and Fish. Are Strong and Cole there? Uh, they're ringside. Okay. Okay. Oh, and Ruby, too. Oh, yes. Sorry. Ruin Ruby as well. I keep forgetting that you joined. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and next up, we have a segment to finish off SmackDown, which is. Randy Orton storming through the back, that backstage area, like really frantically searching for Finn Balor. He's grabbing people, asking where Finn Balor is, and he finally finds him and looks at Finn and he says, he grabs him by the shirt collar, pulls him in, and he says, go take him out. I don't care what you have to do. And Finn nods and heads through the back and starts looking. Uh, then suddenly Orton eats a Claymore kick to the face and Drew McIntyre leads over and says, I appreciate you leading me right to him. And then Drew McIntyre begins to run after the demon. <laughs> and that's how SmackDown comes to a close. Oh shit. Oh dang. Okay. So we got we got Drewy Max find Oh, perfect job. Perfect job, Hunter. Not even not even having to like pull a sweat, just follow Randy Orton, because Randy Orton will find Balor. Wow. Yeah, just stalk, just stalk, just stalk Orton because you know he's going to be looking. Intelligent, intelligent move out of McIntyre. Oh man, very nice job, very nice job, uh, babyface Mac, baby Mac, <laughs> baby Mac. Is that something, Mac Jr.? Yeah, I yeah yeah. Drew Drew Drewy Max, the Hunter is now, which is weird to say, but the Hunter Drew McIntyre is a babyface. Hey, right he's hunt, he's hunting uh, a demon, so I'm pretty sure that's Van, yeah. Van Helsing was a good guy. <laughs> I like it. I, le- I think it was a strong card. You know, I think, you know, with I really like what's happening with McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Orton. Um, you know, because that has, you know, I can see, like, the Extreme Rules match and then the SummerSlam match. Like, you you made fun of me for c- coming up with SummerSlam ideas, but I feel like you got SummerSlam ideas as well. Um, I mean, yeah, who's going to who's gonna take finally take down Randy Orton, his incredibly long reign? Um. Yeah, I like this a lot. I like it a lot. I, you had some good stuff in there with Humberto Carrillo, uh, his his gimmick turn, his heel turn, his ca- change of character. I was trying to think about like what defines a gimmick change versus just like a heel turn. And I was the thing I came mm-hmm. up with like a heel turn is like you're kind of maybe the same character. Potentially, you could, you could still be the same character, like like the Hunter Drew McIntyre, same same guy, but now he's a babyface right whereas yeah. whereas like a gimmick change could be like you know i guess sort of one nation existing would be a gimmick change now that i think about it you know that does that make sense yeah i got you yeah i was just sort of it, it's not something. a change it's 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 a change of personality not a change of alignment correct correct i think that's a good way to put it um okay yeah i liked your card mikey i liked your card um are you ready to hear my my monday night raw card oh first off before Uh, we do that okay i gotta i gotta hit the randomizer on you you did lose that poll that's why you read first i almost forgot about that i haven't gotten the randomizer in a minute how dare you keep bringing this up (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, uh, it's time to hit the randomizer on you. If you don't know, folks, uh, each and every week at the end of every episode that comes out, you can go to our Twitter page at hit the books pod. And there is a, uh, a, a, uh, poll there, uh, attached to the, usually the pinned tweet. You can vote in the, uh, poll to say whose card was better. Was it raw? Was it SmackDown? And in that poll, whoever, whoever loses, we got the randomizer hitting on. The randomizer is a list of things here, a list of 46 things here in front of us. And Mikey will have to be forced to do one thing to his card. Anything negative will affect him. Anything good will affect me. Um, so that, that's about right. These are the stakes. So, Mikey, I hit the randomizer on you. Oh, no. Card subject to change. replace an entire match oh no so you have to drop an entire match and replace it with something else completely different oh okay 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 Um, I think I could do this yes I I will not choose you can choose but uh yes take take your time to think about it and I will get into Monday Night Raw's card so that I can okay. uh, read it off for you as you think about what to what you're doing. So we yeah, are uh, we are opening up Monday Night Raw with, of course, the big dog Roman Reigns. This is his yard after all. <laughs> Roman says he's just out here for answers. Bray Wyatt, show yourself. He's getting right to the point. He wants it. Firefly Funhouse intro plays. Corporate Bray Wyatt appears on the screen and tells Roman that I warned you. You made him very upset. And no, I'm not talking about the boss. I'm talking about him. You see, in this corporate world, if someone does a bad job, that someone gets dismissed, discharged, fired. And the thing is, Roman, I have done nothing wrong. The boss likes me, but you, the the boss hates you, and but he can't fire you. So he's in this weird pickle of a situation. He has two superstars he can't fire. But luckily for us, Roman, I have the greatest idea. Uh, Bray Wyatt then pulls out a plush dog. Uh, and it has like a Roman Reigns sort of collar. Like he has like the vest or whatever. Uh, he then pulls out a gasoline canister, dumps it onto the plush dog, and lights it on fire. <laughs> Mikey reaction. <laughs> uh, at, wow, he's literally fired, huh? Yes, at Extreme Rules, Roman, this will become your destiny when you are fired. When you face him in an inferno match. Whoa, what? It's gonna be tough, Roman. But don't worry, the severance pay is to die for. All you have to do is let him in. The lights go out, and The Fiend pops up, holding a lit torch behind Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns sees this and escapes, leaving The Fiend with that lit torch in the middle of the ring, laughing. That's right, and sets up our first announcement for Extreme Rules for any any match on this card, for both you and I. It will be Roman Reigns versus The Fiend in an Inferno match. Wow, long time since the Inferno match has been used. Yeah, I don't know. I can look it up real quick, but I don't know. I can't think of the last time an Inferno match was actually used 
I, the fact that the rules in an Inferno match are someone needs to be set on fire to win. Yeah. It's <laughs> is great. kind of wild for the era of WWE we're in. The the la- there's been four Inferno matches in the history of Was it Was it Kane Undertaker, Undertaker Kane, Kane Undertaker, Undertaker Kane? You got the first two right. It was Undertaker Kane <laughs> versus Under- Undertaker Kane at Unforgiven in 1998, which I saw, it was on YouTube recently, so I watched it. Uh, then it was Undertaker against Kane again, 1999 on Raw. Then it was an episode of SmackDown in 99, where it was Triple H versus Kane. And then they'd not have another Inferno match until 2006, Mikey. Do you at all remember what this Inferno match was? Of course, it features either Undertaker or Kane versus someone completely random. Do you have any idea who this could be? I think it's Kane. I feel like the Inferno match is Kane's domain. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane versus somebody completely random in 2006? Yes. On an episode of... Ar- no, it was on Armageddon 2006. I have no idea. It was Kane versus Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP. Wow. Never would have guessed that. Um, and I should, I should also say, they... So Kane, is, Kane has been in every Inferno match. Correct. It is his domain. Makes and, sense. And I do want to say something, actually. Apparently, I did not realize that this was the case, but uh, there was another, a fifth Inferno match that wasn't called an Inferno match. Instead, it was called a Ring of Fire match. And maybe I'm going to have to change the, change the name of Inferno match to Ring of Fire. It was at SummerSlam. I believe this was 2013. Uh, Kane versus Bray Wyatt. This I remember, actually. I knew there was one recently, but I couldn't remember. I like. I remember there was one recently. Yes, it appears to Ish. have been 2013, potentially, was this match. But yes, Kane versus Bray Wyatt was the last one. And now we're doing it yet again. Roman Reigns I think they changed the name the because it, instead of... I think they changed the name because it's different rules. I, I don't know. I don't think the rules were... I think... I'll look it up. I think the rules of a Ring of Fire match is that they just need to... Get pinned. Get, like, yeah, it's like it's like a regular match, but the ring is surrounded by fire. But in an Inferno match, you need to be set on fire. Either way, I'm doing the one where you have to set the other person on fire because that's the entire premise of the gimmick <laughs> that I've been doing yeah. for the past it's while. Not Inferno, it's, it's not an Inferno match because one wrestler does not have to light the other on fire to win the match. Okay. Okay. Then there we go. Then we are, in fact, doing an Inferno match on Extreme Rules. Uh, someone's going to get fired, Mikey. Will it be Roman Reigns? (laughs) Ah, that's right, baby. I walked into a corporate world pun by having an Inferno match. (laughs) Did not plan on it, but there we go. Holy crap, I've done it. I'm a genius. That's crazy. Uh, let's move into the first... That was only the opener, Mikey. Let's move into the first match, which was... (sighs) Yeah, that was just the opening segment. Holy crap. Yeah. You need a cigarette after that one. Uh, <laughs> moving into the first match, it is the War Raiders, Eric and Ivar, taking on LLC, Bobby Lashley and Cesaro, with uh, Lana, of course, by their side, and LLC pick up the, the victory. Also, it's not the War Raiders anymore, Ryan. 
Viking the Viking Raiders. Raiders. I keep writing War Raiders. The Viking That's fair, Raiders. Because that, was their, because that was their coolest tag team yes. name. Viking Raiders versus LLC. Doesn't matter. LLC get the victory. Um... So yeah, good for them. Another another win on their like they like you know last, last week they were sort of miming saying that they want to get the tag belt, so that's another victory. So they got maybe an argument uh, to be had. Uh, next up, uh, I, I sort of cheated with this segment here, Mikey, and you will sort of see what I mean when I when I explain the segment. So the segment okay. starts. Uh, it, it's Sheamus is coming down the ring in handcuffs with Detective Truth. Um, it's a, an R Truth. His music is playing, uh, so Sheamus is no selling the "What's Up" chants and whatnot. Uh, just really not having it. Uh, this uh, they're they're coming down the ring, Mikey, because there's going to be a match between Sheamus and R Truth. Uh, <laughs> it's not really fair because Sheamus is handcuffed, huh? Yes. Before the match starts, Detective Truth asks Sheamus where he was. The night Aleister Black was attacked, getting to his investigative spiel, Seamus says he wasn't on Raw that night. He had the night off. Detective Truce asked Seamus what he was doing on said night. Seamus said he had personal business to attend to. Truth asked as serious as possible if Seamus' personal business was figuring out how to clone himself into four different people to attack Aleister Black. This is, this is, our, this is Detective Truce's lead story, <laughs> lead theory. <laughs> Seamus responds calling Truth uh, Seamus responds calling Truth insanely delusional uh, Truth gets in Seamus' face demanding the truth chanting truth over and over again Seamus headbutts our truth into the head obviously that's what a headbutt is Seamus signals oh. Seamus signals the referee and then the match begins after ru- one brogue kick Seamus pins our truth and wins Seamus is all while handcuffed. Yes, this is all while handcuffed. Seamus Seamus goes into Truth's coat, pulls out keys to the handcuffs, and unclicks himself. Uh, How does he? What? How? Wait. He's handcuffed in the front. He's handcuffed in the front. Oh, boo! That's boring. Well, I got to. We're doing the bit. We're doing a bit here. Uh, I would have loved to see like, uh, like escape escapist magic Seamus. Like that's fair. Suddenly, John Morrison jumps Seamus from behind with a steel chair. Morrison, Morrison then handcuffs Seamus to the ropes. Seamus now handcuffed twice <laughs> in a row uh, and grabs nice. a second chair. Morrison hits Seamus with the chair and a leg several times. What was the first? What happened? Was the first chair not good enough? Well, and then goes to concerto <laughs> Seamus's leg. Oh you know, no! Trap his leg and hit it with another chair. Um, mm. That's why he got the second chair. But who makes the save? None other than the Miz with his own chair. Uh, Miz unhandcuffs Sheamus from the rope. So many chairs. Uh, Miz unhandcuffs Sheamus. Sheamus refuses the help to get up and leaves. Match announced later in the night for next week. It will be Sheamus and the Miz taking on John Morrison and a partner of his choice. Neat. Yeah, so I sort of cheated by throwing in another match, but I felt like since it was literally... Less than 30 seconds long, I felt like it was fine <laughs> to have it as a segment. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next up, next up, we got a singles match. Shayna Baszler taking on Carmella. Shayna Baszler, of course, the women's money in the bank current holder. Shayna Baszler gets the win. Neat. It's just a simple match there. 
Uh, next up, we got a video package that just reminds everybody about Dave Mastiff's debut last week. Attacking and breaking down all of New Day. The big, large boy, baby. Massive boy, if you will. Um, yes, yeah, so Dave Mastiff's debut, which leads into Mastiff's debut match on the main roster. is Dave Mastiff, or I should just cut him down to Mastiff. We're cutting out Dave here. He's just Mastiff. Who? Welcome, welcome to the main roster. Yeah, two names, one's gone. You got one. Mastiff with, of course, Rollins and Murphy in his corner versus Big E with Woods and Kingston in his corner. Look at all that beef. Yeah, give me that beef. <laughs> give me that beef. Oh, oh yeah, baby. He's so big. <laughs> um, Look at these two mountains of men smacking beef in the ring. Look at those Taking ham hocks. Look at those ham Go get me a beef wrap. <laughs> Don't eat my steak until I'm finished of mine. <laughs> uh, Who sneezed? Speaking of beef, uh, LLC, Bobby Lashley and Cesaro watching this match backstage uh, where Mastiff gets the victory over Big E. Whoa, big big win for Mastiff. Yes, big old win over Big E. So welcome to the main roster. Big please. old win over a big old boy. Exactly. Uh, next up, we got the, you know, after the match, we cut back to the backstage area with an interview with LLC. Lana tells Charlie Caruso that there are something, uh, a- they're after something much better than cash. Gold. And what's even better is that they will get cash for winning the gold. It's a win-win for us all, Champions Charlie. Champions purse, baby. Champions purse. Here's the thing, Charlie. When the New Day are done playing their little games, we are taking those raw tag team championships, and if we don't get if we don't get the win, then well, everybody's got a price. Then uh, they leave. Someone else walk. Buy it off. What are they going to buy the titles off of New Day? Maybe. Uh, they leave. Okay, New Day. Thousand bucks. What do you say? <laughs> Two thousand. Three thousand. Right. Four thousand. <laughs> uh, after that, Detective Truth walks up. Comes up after the fact with a magnifying glass. Repeating the phrase, everybody's got a price. Mikey, thoughts? Mikey. I love love Detective Truth. (laughs) I I know you do. Uh, Next up, we have a a, a singles match for the Raw Women's Championship for the title. Alexa Bliss with, of course, Nia Jax against Natalia. Uh, Okay. And, of course, Alexa Bliss gets the win, her first actual title defense uh, since April. She finally defends it and wins it against uh or defends it successfully against Natalia after the match uh Bliss and Jack say that they are looking to add more titles around their waist and want the tag team titles so they drop the challenge to Morgan Ripley for the tag team titles at Extreme Rules oh shit we'll find out I guess next week if they accept neat uh next up we got another segment it's the R-Truth detective segment of course it's in black and white you know it baby um, Truth is back at his corkboard, rummaging through pictures, repeating the phrase "everybody's got a price" until he stumbles upon a certain picture. Smash cut to a Zoom call with Detective Truth and none other than the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> what? <laughs> Truth begins in Truth. Truth begins interrogating him, asking like where he was in the night Black was attacked, what's his motivation, and who's his money man. 
DiBiase says he's his own money man, the million dollar man to be in fact. Does he have like the does he have the million dollar championship around his shoulder? Of course. Uh Truth tells Ted that this is too confusing and that Truth has to loop in his own money man. Uh Erwin R. Scheister, IRS comes on the screen. Uh <laughs> Ted DiBiase asks why he is helping out R Truth. IRS says that he's uh, gotten to some rough times lately, but weirdly, this guy, Art, pointing to Art Truth, has a lot of money. Uh, Ted DiBiase responds saying he completely understands, uh, and then they both laugh. Uh, eventually, Ted DiBiase tells Truth that he did not attack Black, obviously, since he <laughs> cannot move that quickly. Uh, however, if it was a hit like it sounds like, uh, maybe the question isn't who attacked Alistair Black, but who hired those goons to hire or to attack Alistair Black. Um, Truth hangs up the call and starts thinking. This is an incredible series of events where I feel like we're going to get a lot of cameos. <laughs> and I'm incredibly excited for more Detective Truth segments. Who's the, my thought here was who's you, you got to go to the you got to talk to the money guy and I was like who would Truth talk to for about money people and I was like well he's got to talk to the million dollar man Ted to be us man million dollar man uh can I just say if someone's been hired who might do the who has the money to do the hiring Ted DiBiase can I just say you won last week and I think that was the first week you introduced uh our truth Detec- detective our truth is like a big segment and that's when you won yep <laughs> i'm attributing your wins to detective truth <laughs> that's what what do you what do you think i meant when i said that i have i'm gonna I have a hot streak of shows coming up raw is no longer monday night raw it is now a sitcom with wrestling commercial it is now a sitcom called hard truth with wrestling commercials yes uh raw is war more like raw is truth Uh, that does bring us into the main event which is Keith Lee versus King Corbin with uh, AJ Styles on commentary of course last week there was sort of a a lot of uh, uh, stuff going down between Keith Lee, AJ Styles and Brock Lenzer Um, Mm -hmm. Keith Lee gets the win during this match defeating King Corbin after the match Styles goes down to beat up Keith Lee style stands tall to close out the show. All right. That's that is the end of Monday Night Raw. Mikey thoughts or maybe we should do this thoughts also open to booking questions. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe we should start asking like now if you have any, but if you had any booking questions or whatever, go for it. Monday nights, Monday nights are the truth. Yes. Chocolate Um, truth, baby. The, the the detective truth segments are so funny. I think they're great. They add such a good bit of comedy, and our truth is the perfect person to do it. I love the i I hope uh, these random cameos continue where he just gets a clue and he just he just immediately pegs it to like some random old like WWE legend or something. I mean, don't forget that the reason he ar- like, arrested quote like, unquote I- he is not a cop. The reason he arrested Sheamus was because he saw a cross hanging from the uh rear view or mirror of the van. I'm just I'm just waiting for uh he sees like a two by four that was like in the parking lot because they were doing construction or something and he call and he like has a zoom call with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> the entire phone call is just 
Uh, <laughs> this hacksaw dude. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, that I got. Those are my two true segments. I have, I I have at least. Uh, what is it? Three more before I. I three more before the pay per view. Maybe we'll get some sort of reveal at the pay per view. Maybe who knows? But uh, you know, someone's on the case, and that person is the truth. Uh, truth. Anything, any other any other thoughts or questions about Raw, Mikey? Uh, I don't have any. I think Raw was great. Questions, I liked it a comments, lot. Concerns. Uh, uh, my comment was that. Uh, my comment was that our truth is great, wow. and is is going to continue to be great, and that's it. Well, I think everything else was great. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, there it is, folks. Uh, before we go, Mikey, let's head back over to Friday nights. Head over into SmackDown. You were forced to uh, replace an entire match um, because of the randomizer because you lost last week. Uh, have you made a decision on that front? Yes, my new match is going to be uh, Bailey versus Mandy Rose in a non-title match, in which Bailey gets the victory. What which match is that replacing? Uh, it is replacing Candice LeRae versus Dana Brooke. Okay, so instead of Candice LeRae versus Billy Kay, it is now Bailey versus Mandy Rose. I mean, yeah, Billy Kay, not Dana Brooke. Yes, sorry, Bailey versus Mandy Rose. Who gets the win here? Uh, Bailey. Bailey gets the win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very nice, Bailey. Very nice. Uh, that would, is that an improvement? It, maybe we haven't seen Mandy Rose in a while, have we? I don't. I don't remember the last time we had Mandy Rose on the show. No, it's been a minute. Uh, it might have been since the since the tournament, actually. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute since seeing Mandy Rose. Yeah, so nice pop up of Mandy Rose. So maybe a little slight improvement. I think that's a slight improvement on the card, maybe. Um, maybe. yeah, okay, I like it. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. Uh, we'll find out by the audience voting. So of course, audience, after listening to both of these cards, you can head on over to Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Uh, there you can vote on which match you thought well not match but which card you thought was better was it smackdown with the main event being undisputed era versus birch and lordkin or was it raw with the main event being keith lee versus king corbin vote right now for the next day and a half that vote now on your phones there. vote now on your phones um hit one for uh, more options um you can go vote uh the poll will be there whoever loses will get the randomizer done on them next week uh, the power is in your hands. The power is in the people, as John Laurinaitis once said. The people. So thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's every episode. Week, every week is Cyber Sunday for us here. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> every week is Cyber Sunday. You, it's like Weirdly, they have like the power of like, like the audience. Cyber is, like, Sunday would be the perfect pay-per-view to bring back now. Agreed. I don't know why they haven't yet. Agreed. 100% agreed. I don't know why they also have not done that. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't do that. Cyber Sunday is the absolute perfect pay-per-view for this generation. Yes, I'm, I'm really they, surprised. They, they, they need done. to bring it back. I, like, I wonder if Cyber Sunday was like hard to produce. Like, did they have? I don't like. I don't know. I, like, I don't know. I guess my question is, how accurate was Cyber Sunday to begin with, in terms of the results? WWE bring back Cyber Sunday. Yes, I'm telling you, we're gonna start start the petition now. Let's get that. Bring it back. Bring back Cyber Sunday. Replace, I don't know, like Stopping Grounds or Great Balls of Fire or some shit. Yeah, why Bring are you trying Cyber to make Sunday? up new new IPs? Just do Cyber Sunday. It's social Just media. Do Cyber Sunday. 
Do you think it's because they just don't understand how social media works? <laughs> Vince McMahon is in charge of telling people how so of telling people to know how social media works to be social media. Oh, friendly. You, you think WWE like they have they hired some person? No, Vince McMahon's running the WWE social media account. Obviously, no way. Of course, of course. <laughs> if, well, he was, if, if he was the WWE Twitter, the WWE Twitter account would just be like, "Someone bring me a beef wrap." <laughs> Well then, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's just a string of people who were fired. Oh my god. Well, yeah. Uh, besides uh, bringing back uh, Cyber Sunday with the hashtag, of bring course, back Cyber Sunday. Ta- taking back Cyber Sunday. <laughs> That's our hashtag. Hashtag taking back Cyber Sunday. Uh, tweet out about it at WWE. Uh, do it. I, okay, I, I guess I that's swear. what we're going with now. Yeah, hashtag taking back Cyber Sunday. We All right, Cyber if you're Sunday a listener back. of this pod, if you're if you are if you're a fan of this podcast, go on Twitter, make a Twitter if you don't have one, and tweet at w, at WWE to bring back Cyber Sunday with the hashtag taking back Cyber Sunday. <laughs> it's the perfect tweet. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's the perfect tweet. Can we? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. What's up? Oh, don't worry about it. Keep keep going. Okay, well, I'll, I'll close up the show while you do whatever you're doing. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Um, we love you all so much for staying with us each and every week, of course, to get that 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 fancy book in action. That, that that you know, if, if you don't like watching Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown, you can head on over here every Friday to get your own little quick highlights of our own version of Raw and SmackDown. The hard truth, that is. Um, so thank you everybody for voting to that. Of course, you can go to Twitter at hit the books pod in that pinned tweet, um, following this episode's release and a Saturday, a little bit the Saturday afterwards, you can vote in the poll there. Uh, you can vote for raw or SmackDown loser. will get the randomizer done on them next week. Uh, and of course, follow us on Twitter while you're there. Why not just follow us on Twitter? You can make sure the stuff is there when, uh, you, you know, right on top of it with all of our thoughts and feelings about what's happening on Twitter. Mikey, you look mm-hmm. you look slightly smug. Or what happened? Don't worry about it. Um, okay, I'm looking at our Twitter right now. <laughs> and you have tweeted from the Hitbooks account, hey, at WWE, bring back Cyber Sunday, hashtag taking back Cyber Sunday. So perfect. I wanted to send it out with absolutely zero context first. It's perfect. So if you've seen it, <laughs> I hope that I hope the context now exists for you. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so, uh, along the lines of Cyber Sunday, check out the rest of our cyber links. <laughs> anyway, anyway, bad. <laughs> anyway, check out our check out our uh, check out our YouTube channel where we have all of our um, 2K outcomes and all of our pay per view reviews and all of the video episodes, the video versions of our podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. And if you want a full rundown of everything we do here at Hit the Books, check out htvpod.com where we will have uh, literally everything we do from this podcast is on that website, including uh, some new uh, physical write-ups of the cards if you don't, if you can't listen, or if you just need a quick refresher on what happened. We have full write-ups on every card that we've done. Yeah, those, those I decided those write-ups will be coming out the week following the episode is released. So you have mm-hmm. the full week to listen to the show or whatever, and then the write-up will come out. So this Friday will be the released version of 
last week's episode, if that makes sense. And then this week's episode will be written up and released next week. So sort of be backtracked from there. So we have, you know, so you can go listen to the full episode in that week prior, I guess would be the phrase. Yes, we can go there. Of course, also on htppod.com. We have uh, write-ups about your championship histories, all the way dating back from SummerSlam 2018 when we had that first split. Um, We also have, obviously, the rankings, which are updated every pay-per-view cycle. Uh, And, yeah, and, you know, presumably more stuff coming down the line. And, of course, subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to this RSS feed where you get even more episodes. Uh, Like we said, uh, Mikey's into 500 is on a slight hiatus, especially on an editing of trying to figure out what is happening with all the past episodes sort of hiatus. But also, uh, not on hiatus, is Wrestling of Statistics, which is an episode, a show, where each and every week we go in-depth of the stats and analytics of certain matches from the previous week of professional wrestling. So you can check that out. It's with me and Craig Leesk from Pro Wrestling Musings on Twitter and on the internet, I guess. So uh, go highly recommend checking out that show. And I'm thinking about doing another show, Mikey, but it's it's I, I don't know what to do. I've been thinking a lot about I wanted to like we said several weeks ago that we wanted to um, or I wanted to like freshen up on my WCW thoughts. So I'm like considering doing like a retrospective of WW or WCW. Uh, ah, good one. Retrospective. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, that is not the title of the show. <laughs> I figured out the title for your show, right? Okay, there That's we go. It. I figured it out. Okay. Uh, I don't... I, I'm, still, I'm just that good. I'm still in the thinking phase of stuff. So I, I, so, but just, I guess, get ready for potentially whenever that may come out or whatever. Um, and also, we're always looking for new shows. So if you have an idea for a show or have a podcast yourself and want a bigger audience, you can always email us. Hitthebookspod at gmail.com. You just go to our website and find our contact listing there. Anything else for Mikey for that extended long outro... Uh, anything else for us? Um, I think that's about it. That wraps it up. I think we plugged we plugged all of our plugs. Leave a review. I forgot to say that. Leave a review. We appreciate it. Oh, right. On iTunes, leave a, leave a review. Uh, only five stars or higher uh, because we are still in the Tokyo Dome. We are trapped. I know I said I was on vacation, but it was just to throw them off my scent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't find us in here. We, we, we've, we've taken up a new hiding spot. And now that we're in the Tokyo Dome... Uh, we need to be rated six stars. And if we get kicked out of here, then we always have uh, wherever they did Revolution <laughs> for another for another chance at a six-star match. Perfect. Um, well, then there we go. That is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week. We'll see you next week for all brand-new episode, all brand-new cards of Raw and SmackDown. We'll see you then next week. For Mikey, I'm Ryan. Uh, have a good day, everybody. But without all of that, we've got two words for ya. Book it. This has been a Count Out Podcast.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 